Hello and welcome to the Susquehanna County Conservation District's Conservation Corner. I'm Don Hibbard. And I'm Courtney Berlins. And each week we bring you conservation topics and events from around the endless mountains. Well, our planet might seem like it has an abundant amount of water. They say about 70% of the earth is actually water, but less than, I think it's 1% is available for human use. The rest is either salt water found in our oceans or even fresh water found in the polar ice caps, or it's just not accessible for us to use. So that means we really have to be careful with the small percentage of the water that we do have. So that leaves us with today talking about water quality right here in the Endless Mountains. And we want to particularly focus on Susquehanna County. So there's actually such a thing as water quality designation. And the DEP, or Department of Environmental Protection, develops water quality standards for all surface waters in the state. And uh, these standards are designed to safeguard our waterways. So that means rivers, streams, lakes. They're all regulated and it's outlined in the Federal Clean Water Act, which we actually discussed last week. It's also covered by Pennsylvania Clean Streams Law. That requires the Pennsylvania Department of Environmental Protection to evaluate aquatic ecosystems for their integrity through assessments of the physical and the chemical and biological characteristics. So you may have heard the terms HQ or EV stream before, but what does that really mean? These are the two highest designations that a waterway can have in Pennsylvania, so let's break them down a little bit. Um, High quality HQ waters must meet specific chemistry or biological conditions, if not both and the chemistry standards must include at least one year of water quality data meeting scientific criteria and that's established within chapter 93 of the PA code. So the parameters they look for include dissolved oxygen, temperature, and pH among others and for biological conditions to be met a high quality aquatic community must be supported in that water body as well. And this is determined by the EPA assessment protocols. The benthic macroinvertebrate community must receive a healthy rating of at least 83% to be HQ. And lastly, a Class A wild trout stream, as designated by the PA Fish and Boat Commission, will automatically qualify for HQ. Just a couple examples of HQ here in the county is East Branch of Tunkhannock Creek and the Salt Lake Creek. I love Tunganic Creek. Just went kayaking there last week and um, recommend if you've never been, do so. Salt Lake Creek is over towards New Milford, Page Lake area, if you're not familiar with that. Also a beautiful area. So the EV waters are a step above HQ. Those are your exceptional value waters and these must meet the HQ standards and at least one of several other factors to qualify. So the other factors can include the surface water being located in a refuge or protection area or a state or federal designation area. Um, The surface water can be designated as a PA Fish and Boat Commission Wilderness Trout Stream. 
or the surface water can score a 92% or higher on the EPA bioassessment protocol for benthic macroinvertebrate communities. Some examples of EV waterways here in the county are Sturrucka Creek and Silver Creek. Sturrucka Creek's up there towards Lanesboro, uh, Susquehanna area, and Silver Creek comes right straight out of Silver Lake. So let's get into something you had mentioned uh, when you're discussing HQ and EV, and that's the word macroinvertebrates. So water quality indicators can be done uh, through observation and survey of macroinvertebrates. The streams and rivers, wetlands, your lakes, your ponds, they're all home for many small animals and they're called macroinvertebrates. So these animals, they generally include insects, your crustaceans, mollusks. Um, so those all encompass the term macroinvertebrate and they have no backbone, uh, but they can be seen with the naked eye. Uh, they all live in at least part of their lives in the waterways. Some macroinvertebrates can be quite large, uh, such as freshwater crayfish. However, most are pretty small. So I kind of led into this, but some examples may be uh, of the insects classification, such as mayflies, caddisflies, stoneflies, midges, beetles. There's crustaceans like crayfish or shrimp. There's several worm species, believe it or not. Uh, there's snail species, clams and mussels, such as the eastern lamp mussel and the sheep nose. These macroinvertebrates are bioindicators. They're kind of like your canary in the coal mine. So they can indicate the quality of their environment by either their presence or absence. Speaking of canary in a coal mine, roughly 39% of our country's waters are classified as polluted according to the EPA assessments required by the Clean Water Act. And causes of aquatic habitat degradation include direct and indirect human influences on the streams and rivers, as well as their natural processes. So common threats to streams and rivers in Pennsylvania include atmospheric acid and mercury deposition, channel alteration, dredging, um, runoff from urban centers and roads, siltation and nutrient loading from poorly managed agricultural and forestry practices, municipal and industrial wastewater discharge, and pollution from mine drainage. And many of these pollution sources present very challenging remediation problems. So that leaves us with what we can do to increase or maintain our water quality and there there's certainly many things that we can do on our own property to increase or maintain the water quality uh, so let's cover some of these give you some ideas maybe you're already implementing some of these ideas uh, there's certainly many more that can be done so one of the easiest ones is just to avoid mowing near streams and ponds i mentioned I went kayaking on the Tunkhannock uh, not too long ago, and one of the things I noticed is there was an extreme amount of erosion right next to the creek. And what was happening was somebody was mowing right to the edge of the creek uh, just by 
avoiding that or planting trees there, you can eliminate that erosion. It's kind of crazy that, you know, it happens that way, but it's a simple fix. Um, so, yeah, just give it a buffer. And tying in with what Don just said, you want to make sure that you reduce erosion and expose soil on your property. So you can plant trees or native plants to help stabilize the soil. A healthy 100 foot tall tree can take 11,000 gallons of water from the soil and release it into the air again as oxygen and water vapor in a single growing season. That's a crazy amount of water. Right? So if you're a farmer uh, or if you have some animals near creeks or waterways, uh, implement some livestock fencing. Uh, it can actually reduce phosphorus and sediments and potentially harmful bacteria from being released into the water just, just by putting fencing around those stream banks or waterways. If you have ditches or swells on your property to route water, make sure that they're vegetated if at all possible and don't outlet the ditches directly to the streams. Uh, another way to reduce erosion sedimentation is simply seed and mulch disturbed areas that you create. Uh, that's a simple one. You know, you got hay or straw bale. Uh, throw it down with some seed uh, and the vegetation should come back pretty rapidly. Or if you're looking for a way to landscape a little bit, you can plant a rain garden. Rain gardens prevent water from impervious surfaces from running directly into waterways, and this allows for groundwater recharge, and it also prevents pollutants from reaching the stream. All right, definitely some simple ideas to implement around your property, around your place, and I uh, encourage you to do so. So hopefully that gives you a better idea of water quality, uh, where we're at in terms of water quality, and you know some simple ways to increase or maintain the water quality that we have in the county and in and around Endless Mountains. I think we have some events, right? Yep. So the first one is at Salt Springs on Saturday, August 29th at 1 p.m. It's called Mushrooms and Mycelia. And it's a short presentation that'll be followed by a mushroom hunt to identify and photograph these forest gems. So the fee is $5 per person, $15 per family, and free for members. All right, and if you're looking to just get outside, do some walking or biking, maybe some yoga, the Rail Trail Council of NEPA has walking Mondays at 9 a.m., they have biking Wednesdays at 5.30 p.m. And they have second Saturday yoga walks. Uh, and that's on their website. So visit their website, nepa-railtrails.org, for more information. Well, I guess that does it for today's show. So if you have questions related to our shows, you can contact the Conservation District by calling 570 782 2105. If you missed a portion of today's show, you can go to our website www.suscondistrict.org and find our Conservation Corner page with past episodes, links to information about past episodes, and a contact form where you can reach out and ask questions or make comments about the show. 
You can even suggest ideas for future shows. You have been listening to the Susquehanna County Conservation District's Conservation Corner. I'm Courtney Bronze. And I'm Don Hibbard saying, enjoy the outdoors. <laughs>